Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Inner Revolution Show, where we take a journey within to uncover the inner resources deep within our soul to transform physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. It is through this higher sense of knowing we are able to design and live our lives with purpose, compassion, and for the collective consciousness. Are you ready to start your own inner revolution? Come with me. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Inner Revolution Show. I am your host, Dr. Renee. We are back yet for another amazing week. Every week, I know I say this, I sound so repetitive, but I'm telling you that every guest that we have every single week just gets better and better, and this week is no exception. But before we get to our guests, let me go ahead and say what I always say every single week. Thank you, thank you, thank you, because the Inner Revolution Show would not exist without you. If you have yet to follow Follow us on iTunes or Spotify. What are you waiting for? Go ahead. You've got your phone right there in your hand. Go over to iTunes. Go over to Spotify. Go over to both if you wish. And go ahead and follow The Inner Revolution with Dr. Renee. We would love for you to subscribe to our show and also to write a review. We love to know how we're doing. Also, if you have yet to check me out on Instagram, go over to at Dr.ReneeMudre and follow me there because I will be promoting the show in my stories every single week along with our amazing guests. We now have hit, we have officially hit 30 countries throughout the world with the show. I'm amazed. Every time I look at that geographic map, I just, my mind is blown. So thank you for everyone all over the world for listening to our show, listening to the podcast. And this is a really special episode because as you guys know, I used to do the show live in season one and season two. And this year for season three, we've decided to go back to a podcast and I got some feedback from people saying, hey, I missed the live show. So we're going to try out a live show once a month and see how it goes. And if the, you know, need is there and people really want us to go back live, we certainly will. But I kind of like doing the podcast, things like that. And people usually like to catch the replay, but know that even for the live shows, you will always catch the replay as well. 
So let's go ahead and get back to the show. Today's guest is such a beautiful soul. She is one who absolutely is changing the world with her spiritual presence and her goddess divine energy. And who am I talking about? I am talking about the beautiful, absolutely beautiful. If you have not seen her picture on our Facebook page, you need to check this out. Lumi Palenko is just an absolute beautiful soul. She's also known as the celestial astrologer to us on Instagram. And she is an astrologer and spiritual coach. And she is an intuitive, has these beautiful intuitive gifts. And one of the things that I loved reading about her on her website was that she helps you to not only discover your own gifts within yourself, but to Peel back the layers of the things that might be creating blockages in your life to truly allow you to move forward into such a beautiful place that you're looking to go. And she has appeared in publications such as Cosmopolitan, The Observer, Paper Magazine, Well and Good, Brides, and amongst others. And she also specializes in the areas of love and relationships, career, guidance for future goals and desires and inner growth and spiritual development. And I'm telling you, we are going to have an absolute amazing show today. So if you are interested in calling in, the number is area code 657-383-0169, 657-383-0169. So get online. You can also call in and just listen to the show. Don't be afraid. You know, you don't have to talk if you don't want to. And you can also go ahead and stream in at blogtalkradio.com forward slash inner revolution. You'll go ahead and see the live show playing right now. So let me go ahead and get our beautiful Lumi on the line. I know my network was running just a little bit slow over here. Lumi, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi, how are you? I am great. How are you today, Renee? I am so excited to have you here. I'm very excited to be here. So the title of our show is Finding Our Way Amongst the Stars, and I recently have just become infatuated with astrology. I always have, but, but um, you know, it's really been something that I've been diving deep into and really trying to gain a sense of why I'm here, you know, what is my purpose and why have I sort of lived out the life that I have so far. And so mm-hmm. I absolutely love this. You are our third person who's been on our show in the field of astrology. So it lets you know that I love this just a lot. <laughs> but there's I always something all the so new. that you keep mentioning. Yes, you've noticed. Uh, I've just noticed that you actually mentioned before 30 countries, you said, um, third season, and I'm the third uh, astrologer on your show. Oh, Bless the three there we here. go. <laughs> Synchronicity starting off already, yes. right? Yeah, so can Love you it. tell the uh, listeners a little bit more about yourself and sort of how you got started in this field of astrology and spiritual coaching? Absolutely. I've been an astrologer since I was 11 years old. I just fell into it literally. So wow. I was in school. My good friend from school um, asked just a simple question, when is your birthday? And I just said, March 12th. And I was like, and then she said to me, she's like, oh, you're a Pisces, just like me. And I was like, what does that mean? (laughs) Yeah. She decided to give me an astrology book just to read my section, which is in Pisces. And I was completely floored since then. I did not stop reading about astrology since then. Uh, I kept reading about other people's sun signs over the years. And then I just dive deep into like bird chart readings for the last 10 years. Um, I've been like discovering like lots of like uh, soul developments through reading birth charts for everybody that I've read birth charts for. 
there's a lot of like um, developments and the evolutions. Like you go through a lot of changes whenever you are starting to read birth charts. Um, I also do hair for a living. So I've done hair and astrology for quite some time. And mm-hmm. I have like discovered over the years when I was in the beauty field, I just always fell into discussing about people's sun signs and their own birth charts. Like I would be practicing their hair or I'd be cutting their hair and I would be like, when's your birthday? And I was just like, run a yeah. quick search on my phone. <laughs> you know, look at their birth charts. They're like, oh my God, like you're an astrologer. And I was like, yeah, I'm also, I'm an astrologer and a, a beautician. So I was like, you know, there's some like connection here because I love consulting with people. I love yeah. consulting with people and making them feel beautiful inside and out. I love to talk about like what's going on with them. They just, um, all my clients, like, like my beauty clients actually become my astrology clients too, eventually. Oh, wow. <laughs> and they'll just open up to me like nothing. They will really, uh, they really feel, um, open and they expand the mind really through my knowledge and knowledge is like endless with astrology um so yes that's that's how I began like that's everything in one in one paragraph that I just told you (laughs) isn't it amazing when you can sum your life up that quickly it's like oh I've been here for how many years but you know I was talking to a dear friend of mine last night because I was doing a reading for her and it was for her birthday and she's one of these souls that's still quite a bit skeptic about the gifting and things of that Mm -hmm. nature but she says you know Renee I love you so much and I know you have these gifts but I still think you're weird but I love you and (laughs) I'm wondering if over the course of your life as as you sort of became aware of your gifting and started to really utilize your gifting, did you ever face any resistance? Yes, I have over the years. Um, I've had some people in my life really question my gifts, um, as well as my astrology knowledge. But if you don't resonate with it, it's okay. It comes around to you eventually, though. I've noticed that with some people, like, they'll say, yeah, you know, you just do your thing. I'll I'll see you later. (laughs) And then sometime around, like, maybe a couple months later, a couple years later, I'll probably mention something I completely forgot that I mentioned in the first place. They'll come back to me and say, how did you know that? (laughs) Right. I'm like, this is is something that's been around for thousands of years. You know, it's not only me who knows this gift. Like, lots of astrologers and intuitives are around here. And our only purpose is to speak to people on a more soul-to-soul level and just expand upon that, just spread awareness. Yeah, absolutely. And anyone can really learn astrology, right? Yes, if they're open-minded to it and practice, you, you have to practice. And I, I do a lot of reading. <laughs> That's, it's just an evolving science and art. Yeah. And now do you have any practice or experience understanding in any of the Eastern astrology, like Vedic astrology or anything of that nature? It is very broad, unfortunately, but I am actually open-minded to learning that eventually. I'm still working on Western. I did touch upon Eastern for a little bit, but mainly my modality is Western for now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's beautiful. And there's a lot of overlap. But I recently, yeah. you know, I think with my travels to India and everything and um, mm-hmm. G really exposing me to to Vedic astrology, it's, 
really opened my eyes to, yeah. you know, even more. It's it's beautiful. It's not like you're competing, right, with one thing or the other. No, you're you're making more of yourself and broadening what you know and being able to incorporate it into your life. So mm-hmm. what do you believe is the value of understanding these aspects of astrology in our lives as far as it being a healing tool? I usually like to look at um, in a person's birth chart. I would look at, um, like, first of all, like, whenever they're consulting with me, they will just, like, briefly tell me, like, they're having trouble in, for instance, relationships. Mm-hmm. Then I would say, okay, let's look at your, let's look at the relationship aspects in your chart. So I would look naturally to the seventh house, if you're aware of the actual chart readings. Mm-hmm. Um, seventh house is a representation of relationships and how you relate to others, how you work with people and everything. So if I see something with a challenging asteroid, such as Chiron, that's like the wounded planet. It's all about um, undressing all the core wounds associated with your relationships. You would look usually towards relationships in the seventh house. You would look at Chiron. Um, you would also look at the nodal astrology. So mm-hmm. the nodes are actually in relation to Eastern astrology as well. I'm sure you probably brush upon that when you're yes. talking to Yes. <laughs> so the nodes are actually very important. It actually addresses your, um, your natal promise, which is the North node, as well as your past life and karma, which is the South node. That's why I would look towards usually. Yeah. And so much to be learned through that, because again, people always assume, and again, this is why I love having been able to touch my feet over in India because it just opened me up to so much more in life and even a different understanding of what karma really is. You know, it it isn't what we Westerners sort of grew up believing. It was like, oh, this is what bad's going to happen to you for what you did. It's like, no, it's really about your, your path and how you got to where you are today based on your actions and your deeds. And no, these are things we can't undo, but when you understand where you are in the universe in this pleasant present moment, what's happened mm-hmm. to you, you can certainly shift and transform where you get to go from this point forward. So I don't know why people wouldn't want to know these kinds Absolutely. of things, right? It's like, well, yeah. well, people go, well, I've already lived a life. It's like, right. But don't you want to know why <laughs> you lived it the way you did? Because that mm-hmm. will help you possibly not repeat these patterns. And also just to open yourself to, up to some beauty. So I, I think it's really fun to see people who are very hesitant at first, but like you said, they usually come around, <laughs> which is really fun, right? To watch. Very much so, so I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So are you open to taking a question real quick from one of our callers? Absolutely. Cause it looks like we have like eight callers on the line. Oh <laughs> I don't know God, if we'll get okay. to everybody, but <laughs> so let's just say this real quick, because obviously the show is only an hour show. Um, and Louie is an astrologer but obviously can't do a full, you know, natal chart here in a couple of minutes. That does take some crafting and does take take some time. And you certainly can reach out to her after the show. But if you have a general question about anything pertaining to your chart or even how to look for these kinds of things, or um, if you know those kinds of things or want to know something about relationships and that kind of stuff, she is certainly here for that. So let's go ahead. I'm just going to pull a random number here. Open if caller, if you are not interested and you're just here listening on the line, Don't hang up. Just go ahead and let us know that, and we'll gladly move on to the next person. I've had people, like, hurry up and clash down the the Mm -hmm. phone. (laughs) So I'm going to go ahead and get our first caller on the line. This one looks. I'm using my intuitive 
Ness here. I'm just going to go ahead and pick this one up. Hello, caller. Do you have a question for Lumi? Um, yes, my name is uh, Kimberly. Can you hear me? Hi, yes, yes Kimberly. Say hi to Lumi. Hi, Lumi. Hi, Kimberly. How are you today? I'm well. Okay. I'm Fantastic. Well. Yeah, my que- my question is about um, career. I guess yes. career advancement. Um, I don't know if you need anything for. Um, I was born in November, November fifth, nineteen seventy. Uh, what is your question in regards to career? Um, the thing about um, your chart readings is um, I can't do the actual chart like layout right now, but um, I could tell oh, you. Okay. What yes. <laughs> so what we can do is sure. address like what is your career block that you're currently encountering? What are you going through well, right now? Well, I've been I've been I've been teaching for about 15 years. It's mm-hmm. not my passion. I understand why I've been teaching, mm-hmm. but now I'm ready to go in a new direction. Okay. And I just want to know how to approach it. That's it. Okay. So if I were to pull up your chart right now, in general, I'm just saying hypothetically for anybody here, um, as an astrologer, if you're telling me about going for a different direction, I would have to look at a current transit as to right now. So transits basically mean, means is where are the planets in the sky right now? And how is it overlapping like a filter through your own natal chart? So if you're going through a career change or a want for career change, it may be that your career house is being activated by something like Uranus, for example, that's like something where you would like have like a game changer kind of planet transiting your career house. So in that sense, you can kind of like look at other aspects of the chart as to what your gifts are. So if you would like, you can um, reach out to me on the celestialastrologer.com. And if you want to book an appointment with me, let me know. So that's how okay. I would usually address um, what you can look for in terms of, like, your gifts, what can come out, basically. Okay. Okay? Okay. Is okay. there anything else? Thanks. Um, You're welcome. No, that's, that's my focus right now. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Well, good luck. Yeah. And also on Instagram, you could even uh, direct message me anytime if ever you want to book an appointment as well. Oh, Okay, what is your um, Instagram name? At the Celestial Astrologer. Okay, got it. And we'll I'll have that I'll on. Look it up now. Yeah, and we'll have that on the radio page here as well. So if you're listening from Blog Talk Radio or um, checking out the radio page or my page, we'll go ahead and have a link there for you as well. And you know, again, we're still okay. in Mercury retrograde, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So let's just say take this time to investigate and learn and think about things, but don't make any changes or commitments to leaving a job or taking on a new job for a few more weeks. Okay. Absolutely. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Okay, sweetie. Thank you for calling in. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Kimberly. Bye, honey. Yeah, I always remember, you know, it's so interesting whenever these things start happening in relation Mm -hmm. to the universe. I'm like, where are, oh, it's Mercury retrograde. And, (laughs) you know, it's one of those things where I just know it's it's different for everybody. But at the same time, we don't want to go ahead and make any rash decisions, right? All right. So let's go ahead. Let's take one more question and then we'll get back and chat a little bit more. And I'm going to go ahead. Wow, this number has a lot of sevens. 
and five. Right. We're going to go. Yeah. My life number. <laughs> I know. Hello, caller. Do you have a question for Lumi? Yes, I do. Hi. Who oh, is this? Hi. Um, my name is Wendy, and my date of birth is um, July the 6th, 1951. I was born at 8.45 in the evening, and um, I am 68 and four months old, um, but I want to keep working until my 70th birthday, or at least close to it, because it raises the amount that I'll get from Social Security uh, when I decide to start it. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, will I keep my current job um, uh, at least for another year? Um, I am applying elsewhere. So I guess my concern is keeping employment um, and then transitioning to a new job. So I uh, raise my social security. Well, I'm not going to do any birth chart analysis right now. It'd be best for you to reach out to me on my uh, Instagram. You could either do Instagram or my actual website, but in your case, if you're going through another, if you're going through a career transition, it's best to hold off within the next couple of weeks or three weeks until Mercury retrograde is over so in terms of your career changes, it may be that you are looking to do more of a creative field. Is that correct? More of a what? You're, you want to get more involved into a career field, um, creative field? Uh, well, I am creative. I'm artistic. But I, mm-hmm. uh, I work in a medical insurance call center, and it's not my cup of tea. Yes. I, I've applied for a vision insurance call center job, um, and other jobs. So I want to make a change. So in this case, you're another caller who's looking to go through a career transition. And I noticed it's two water sciences. So it's very interesting mm-hmm. because during Mercury retrograde, it isn't the sign of Scorpio. So we're all about getting more into our intuitive side and more about introspection into what serves us spiritually. So in your case, if you want to book a reading with me, you can uh, contact me on thecelestialastrologer.com or you can reach out to me on Instagram on at thecelestialastrologer, okay? Thank you. And I was going to say, Lumi, you know, I picked up on that as well as the first caller was definitely, she was a Scorpio, if I was thinking of the date. Yeah, and the second one's Cancer, (laughs) correct? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and and it's interesting because my daughter is Cancer, my brother is Scorpio, and, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's like people always say, oh, that doesn't mean anything. But, you know, as we were chatting the other day, you were asking me a little bit about myself, so maybe this is a good segue for this. So those of you who have specific questions, you know, uh, Lumi did go ahead and check into my chart, which I know a little bit about, but um, just to kind of talk through some things. But, you know, it's interesting because the the description of what Aquarius is, is somewhat me, but not so much me. And Mm -hmm. when I started to learn more about my moon and my ascending and all these other things, it, it filled in the puzzle, right? It really, really made more sense to me. So, so why don't we take a little bit of time now, whatever you're comfortable sharing, you know, with the callers and, and I can certainly help out here. Um, You know, what maybe you found and and what some of these different things are um, that help us kind of understand who we are. Um, do you want me to refer to your birth chart or do you want me sure. to? Okay. So in terms of your birth chart, I like took a look over it. Uh, the reason why you don't truly feel like you're in your own essence as an Aquarius is because your son's in the 12th house. 
So twelfth house oh. is all about yes. Do you you know about the twelfth house? <laughs> yes, yes. I was going to so, say limited, but yes, yes, yes. It's very Piscean, which is very yeah. interesting because you are Pisces rising. So it's very interesting. The rising sign, which yours is in Pisces, it is all about the filter, how you see the world, and how the world sees you. You're very uh, compassionate, very empathetic very charitable as an individual. So if I were to look at Pisces, now I'm going to look at where your sun is. Where do you shine the most? So you shine the most in the 12th house, which is a Pisces ruled house. Hmm. So in this case, you are living very much into your soul's purpose. It's all about giving back to humanity through your own like inner intuition, all through your own karma. You like to basically express and share through healing. That's what I picked up a lot from you. So uh-huh. in terms of, <laughs> and you have a very, um, the charitable nature actually comes through with your Venus and Pisces, which is on your ascendant. So you have a very loving and ethereal presence. People just come to you like a mom, like you gravitate lots of people, or you have a lot of people gravitating towards you addressing their own needs, which is pretty much you because you are a psychologist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's been interesting as, you know, again, this only sort of unraveled, even though I've been in the field of psychology since uh, 2001, um, Mm -hmm. it really just recently unraveled that I moved into the field of spiritual psychology and and transcendental psychology. You know, this was only probably in the last three years because I got Mm -hmm. to a place of, you know, i people always call this awakening, but honestly, I feel like I've been awake my entire life. You know, I've had these naps of slumber here (laughs) or there, but, but maybe about three or four years ago, I had this really big epiphany where Mm -hmm. I wanted to, and and my former coach jokes about it was when I came out of my broom closet is what he always jokes and says, because (laughs) it's when I came out about my gifting truly to the world. And, you know, I had been an intuitive clairvoyant, you know, all of my life as well. And really didn't know what to do with it, was afraid of it. And as I grew older, it it became so hard to not utilize it because it was almost like I was going against what the universe wanted for me. So as I started to step back into that, life became much less of a struggle. But I didn't know how to bring myself to this place of saying, here's what I am. You know, I'm more than just a traditional psychologist because as my clients are talking, I can see their past lives. I can, you know, I can see children um, in their lives. I can see things and I'm like, I can't tell them this as a psychologist. (laughs) So it's been really fun to unravel. And it was really the knowledge of astrology that allowed me to be able to see these pieces as you're describing them of mm-hmm. where I was limited in my belief of what I was based on only knowing my sun sign, right? Because it didn't yes. fit. So as you said, we have to get to know some of these other things. That's really mm-hmm. cool. Um, anything else that you were able to see? <laughs> it's very interesting that you said like a couple of years ago, you actually came out of the, you came out of the spiritual closet officially. The spiritual because, closet, right, right. Yes. Neptune was in your 12th house for the last, um, like about, 12 years or 10 years. So it was aligning with your sun. It was aligning with your sun sign. And Uh in that case, it brings out your, um, your spiritual self. It helps open up 
the, the lens basically of your 12th house. It's very hidden, the sun being in the 12th house, but it's actually very comfortable there because you have a Pisces rising. It's a very powerful placement to have because mm. the sun is not usually comfortable there. It's not because it's a very active, um, active planetary aspect or planetary uh, body. But when it's in this house in particular, it's usually like people usually gravitate more towards like within themselves. They don't really want to express themselves freely. But in your case, you're more empowered as you express yourself. By yeah. Oh, absolutely. Your soul, basically, you know. So I also saw that your, um, your north node is exactly conjunct to your sun, too. It so is. So this is five degrees. Yeah. Very powerful. And the 12th house. That's incredible. And it really does align with, your, with what you're doing, your work. Oh. So and I, and I love that you mentioned, well, thank you. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, and you mentioned 10 years ago, that was when I had my daughter and yes. it was, you know, and, and her birth, as many people know from my book and just from sharing, you know, I wasn't able to get pregnant and she really mm -hmm. was a blessing, you know, from God. Yes. And it was amazing. Everything that sort of has happened since, you know, the birth of that child, and then Alex, it's like, those were the two big points for me, in which my mm -hmm. life has continued to shift. So, you know, I love mm -hmm. this is why I'm telling you guys, if you're not into astrology, you need to be because it is more than just knowing your horoscope. It's really about, you know, <laughs> knowing all of these aspects that have created your greatness. And, and if you feel that you're not living into it, it helps you to understand where to take those steps as well as she's talking about the transits and the things that, you know, are, are overlapping with your birth chart and things that you get to see. It's just so amazing. And it changes all the time too, I would imagine. Is, is that correct? Absolutely. Because yeah. we're not, it's like everybody has um, their own individualized um, style to their birth charts. No two Taurus people are alike. No two Pisces are alike. It's yeah. basically made up by minutes. It's actually different by degree. So it's mm. a completely different story. Yeah. Yeah. Different because they go. Oh, that's amazing. Cause they're a different time, right? Even if they're yes. only a couple minutes apart, uh, even in, absolutely. I know in, um, in Vedic astrology is the same thing. I mean, it changes, you know, the degrees shift, you know, so quickly. Yeah. Different too. So different. Wow. Like if you, I had like identical twins one time. <laughs> that was my first, my first mm. reading ever, official oh, wow. reading, identical twins. And I was like, wow, this is daunting. But oh, uh, that's very cool, very cool. It played, out, it played out amazingly though, because they both are very similar in terms of like how they live their lives, but their projections on things are a lot different. Oh, their energy okay. is completely different, even though they came from the same person, like as twins. But they go yeah. through different transits, such as um, the Saturn return. Um, I'm sure you've heard of this term before, which happens every 29 and a half years. What it basically means is from when we were born, we had Saturn in a certain degree. 29 and a half years later, it comes back in full orbit to its returning point. And that's what brings forth any unresolved issues, ties up loose ends in your life and everything. Wow. So Fantastic. with twins... It can happen in five months apart. That's how different it is. Like twins don't have time returns at the same time. Wow. 
Yeah, that is incredible, right? And just to be yeah. able to look at that. I like what you said, their projections are different. And I think that's another thing to think about as, you know, why things may not go the way that you think they should has a mm-hmm. lot to do with all of these other elements um, sometimes that get overshadowed by what we think we know. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. those little shadows are the, the greater story. So we have another caller. Are you ready for a question? Let's do this. <laughs> all right. And I let me see if I can get her on here. My board's so slow today. Hello, caller. Do you have a call for Lumi? I do. Hi, Dr. Renee. It's Amber. Hi, Lumi. Hi, Amber. Hi, Amber. How are you? Good, good. Thank you for having me. So, ironically, I was going to call about a career question and then heard the other two <laughs> career questions, so it must be in the air. I, I checked my horoscope earlier because it's Hold been on my mind and all sorts of stuff coming my way. I look at my horoscope and it's like, career, career, long-term decisions. Don't do anything yet, though, so kind of ironic. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm going to throw a twist in there. Um, I was wondering, Lumi, if you have people come your way that ask, you know, how do how do you differentiate between natal charts and that sort of maybe for some people giving an impression of predetermination versus Mm -hmm. choice still existing in the energies that are already in place. Great question. Everything is through free will as always. Astrology is a great modality to use whenever you're going through like a career block or relationship block or anything, spiritual questioning and everything. So in terms of, like, fate, I would like to say that, like, if you were to look at transits ahead of time, it's a nice guide map to look at, to refer to in terms of planning. But I would not say it's not something that you live by day to day because you have to experience life through comfort in your own ease as opposed to mm. looking at things, things like, oh, I should be avoiding this day because Mars is burning Pluto. Not, it's not really the case. My Usually mind. in transit, such as that, I just mentioned, it's all about like becoming more conscious of these things, just so you understand why there's a little bit of friction in the air, or you can work with those energies. And Amber just texted me because she follows me on Instagram. She said her phone died. I heard the beep. I thought that was what that was. She said her phone died, but she is listening um, still online. So, Amber, hopefully you heard that. We'll have the replay. But I heard you say something at the beginning, Lumi. You were talking about the full moon coming up. Um, That was important. Did you say it was in Taurus? I couldn't remember what you mentioned. Yes, the full moon will be in Taurus um, on the 12th. Fantastic. About, so, yes. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. So it's all about addressing your self-worth, how you make money, how you provide yourself through your own skill set. So that's maybe the reason why there's so many career-based questions during this call today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I want to point that out for everybody to listen, just to pay attention to um, how the full moon in Taurus is coming up. So it's all about addressing what makes you happy how are you going to attract prosperity into your life so and and if I know she's already gone off the call but the one who called in earlier the woman who said she was getting ready to retire and shifting her job you know <laughs> I, I love that you picked up on the creative aspect because that's something too that I was feeling and I think that people yeah. sometimes lose sense of that there's also 
a reason why we're here. And sometimes if we don't step into our gifting and what is being requested of us, it can make life really hard. So, you know, maybe, you know, if she hears the replay here, really look into that. What other things might you be able to do that are going to honor that creative aspect of you and, and really bring it to light? So, all right. I, we've got Amber said she's listening. So good, good, good. I'm going to go ahead and get another caller on here. I think we have Aaron on. Let me go ahead and see. Aaron, are you on the line? Hi. Hi, Aaron. Hello. Hi. How are you? Um, Great. How about you? Okay. So I'm doing very well, actually. I'm a September 17th, uh, you know, a Virgo sun chick. And I was wondering, when it comes to charts, can you, you know, place when a person is going through a dark night of the soul and when those come about about endings and also how the, this ties into a person's location, like astrocartography? Oh, wow. Okay. So whenever you're looking through, like, dark night of the soul, uh, self-analysis kind of period in your life, you would look ahead in your transit period. So I usually like to go along with my clients and suggest just to go by one year, like a one year transit cycle, just to see what's going on. And if I were to see something such as like questioning oneself or going through these kind of situations, I'll point it out to them not to project what I feel is going to happen to them because that Mm -hmm. creates a lot of fear in the client. Yeah. Oh yeah. I would say that, okay, this is a really great time to go for introspection, self-awareness and, and all those things just so people become more aware of themselves. Um, That's what I would suggest. And you said the cartography. So it's very funny that you should say that you're referring to solar return. You are. Yeah. Okay. So that's very interesting. Um, if you were to look ahead in your solar return chart, did you do mm-hmm. one this year, Erin? I have done one, yes. You did do one. Okay. So <laughs> I'll tell my client, like, okay, what are you doing for your birthday this year? They're like, oh, I'm going to be home over here. <laughs> and they were to suggest something like that, where in the beginning of the reading, they said that they wanted more um, career opportunities or they wanted to open up their own business. I would usually suggest just depending on the solar return of how it ended up just by looking at it, if they were to decide to stay home or be in their area for their birthday, I would usually say to them, okay, this is actually the time where you're actually going to feel that you're not really ready to launch this business because it plays out that way. If you were to Mm -hmm. see the sun in, for instance, the second house, Actually, scratch that. If I were to see the sun in the eighth house, that's all about using other people's resources as opposed to building your own. So I would say to them, okay, were you ever planning to go on vacation before? It depends intuitively also what I pick up whenever I'm going to be doing a career reading for clients and everything. So if they were to say, yeah, I'm going to go to Barbados this year, it can tell a completely different story. Yep. No, I completely understand that, you know, a quiet birthday, but feeling that initial undertone of something big is about to happen. I can't place uh-huh. it, but I know I'm going somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, You're on you your way. This year? I'm sorry, what was that? 
So you did a solar return this year? I I looked at it my solar return, yes. Okay, where where was your son in the chart? Do you recall? I don't, but I just followed you on IG. I could send that to you for, you know, for you to have fun and look. <laughs> I'm so curious about how this plays out. So it says something big is about to happen or it's going to happen oh, this year? Oh, yeah. I feel it's like a pressure cooker. Something is really, you know, it's about to be, in a very positive sense, explosive. Okay. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Is this something yeah. related to your, um, are you doing like a writing project or something? Um, spiritual work. I spiritual work. do a lot of spiritual work. I'm a healer. Okay. I came out of the broom closet years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. We're going to have a party so in the broom closet on the anniversary of my coming out. So we're, we're get ready, get ready for that. <laughs> so we're going to have a big party. <laughs> yeah. Love well, thank you, Erin. Yeah. Thanks yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, and we still have some more callers. So let me go ahead and get one more on and then we'll chat a little bit more. And I think we'll have a few more left. Okay. Caller, do you have a question for Lumi? Hi, Dr. Nay. Hi, Lumi. Uh, this is Hi, Todd. Todd. Hey. Nice to meet you. <laughs> I've been enjoying the show. Um, Lumi, you must have a very strong Venus placement in your chart. I'm just guessing. <laughs> what are you um, guessing? <laughs> I'm not sure, but it's strong. So. Um, Thank you. In case you were wondering. <laughs> I'm sorry, what what did you say again? My Venus is in Aquarius, in case you were wondering. Oh my goodness, yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. So I, I have a interesting question. Um the so called fixed stars, how do they fit into the general picture of our astrology charts, either birth or transit? Um, I would look at fixed stars usually as a, um, as a tool for, that's usually all about soul development. Interesting. Yeah. I usually like, I would look more towards the, uh, major planetary bodies that orbits around us. Um, but fixed stars, I would usually look at more of like evolutionary astrology. That's what I usually refer it to. Right. I, I understand the concept. Uh, thank you. You're thank welcome. You. Interesting. You're welcome. Thank you, Todd. Yeah. Thank you for always calling in and being such a support of the show. Oh, you're welcome. Love you both. Bye. Love Bye. you. Yeah, see, this is something that I really, really love about astrology is that it really is the heart of soul development. You know, it is about getting back to our personal story, understanding again why we're here, understanding um, everything about us so that we, again, can keep moving forward and unveiling what it is that we're supposed to be doing and where we're supposed to be and all those kinds of things. I always question people who are hesitant to, to really want to be open to it. It's like, well, do you, do you want to just walk through your life blind, you know, blindfolded? <laughs> do you not want to be able to be open to understanding, you know, the, the, all the potential that's <laughs> out there for you? So it's always kind of funny to me when I think about that. And I know Todd is definitely um, 
you know, very knowledgeable in the field of astrology, as you know, um, and mm-hmm. things like that. So this, it was beyond, that question was beyond me. So I'm glad you understood a little bit about that. Cause I was like, uh, <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, I, as far as I know, like fixed stars are like way out there. I would usually refer to like planets that are more closer in orbit to us. That's more like far off evolutionary astrology. Um, the, Major planets are actually closer to us in orbit. That's all about like the, our own personalized experiences. So it's a very broad out there kind of question, but it's amazing that he he asked me that question. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. And he, you know, definitely has such a beautiful understanding of things that are beyond this (laughs) place. Right. Yeah, absolutely. 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 All right. Let me see. I'm going to go ahead and see if I can grab this caller. Caller, do you have a question for Lumi? Caller, are you there? Hmm. Might just be a listener, and that's okay. We'll give you one more chance. If you have a question for Lumi, go ahead and let us know. I I did too. (laughs) Let me go back. Caller, are you there? Okay. Probably just a listener. Some people like to just dial in and listen. I never want to force anyone on the line if they don't want to be on the line. And I think this was a listener as well, but I'm going to go ahead and see if he has a question. Trying to get on here. Hello, caller. Do you have a question for Lumi or myself? Uh, Yes, I do. Thanks so much for taking my call. Uh, My question is regarding um, what does it mean uh, as a, what does it mean for a sun sign and ascendant? Okay. So the difference between a sun sign is where your soul is working towards. Your ascendant would be referred as what vehicle or what soul armor you're going to go through in order to get there. And the ascendant rules the actual filter of your whole birth chart. It's a very important component to look for in terms of how you're going to work with these energies in order to fulfill your soul's destiny. Okay, because mine is in, my sun sign is in Aries, my ascendant is in Sagittarius. Wow, mm. that's a really wow, beautiful, yeah. beautiful duo. My goodness, it's amazing, very expansive. So you would have to look at where Jupiter is in your birth chart because the ruler of Sagittarius is Jupiter. And that's actually going to help you get to your soul's journey and how you're going to fulfill it. That's your gift. Okay, so it's yeah. in Jupiter, right? Yes. Okay. So look at the planet Jupiter and where it is in your birth chart to um, so actually see where those gifts will be. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Because uh, yeah, mine's yeah. at forty-four degrees or something like that. So interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks so much for your assistance, and I can go from there. <laughs> Learn a little more at the time. And caller, <laughs> okay. we didn't get your name. What's your first name? I'm sorry. Yeah, my name is Jay. Oh, well, thank you for calling in. You're very welcome. Thank you. (laughs) Have a great day. Too. All right. I think (laughs) I know, right? We've got some people who are very, very knowledgeable. So we still have a few callers on the line. I am just going to go ahead and open up the lines one more time um, and just say if you have one last question, anything like that, we have time for just a little bit more, even if you already asked a question. 
we will go ahead and open the lines. They're going to open up now. Don't worry. I can go ahead and mute if you don't. But if you have another question or any or comment or anything like that, go ahead. Now is your time. Hi. Hi. Who is this? Hi, this is Annette. Can we ask like an astrological question or is it just questions about astrology in general? Um, you can. I mean, obviously, if it requires a really deep, intensive reading, um, you can get in touch with Lumi after the show, I but was, she can yeah, certainly like pick up on a few things. Something. Yeah. yeah, maybe like career-wise, do you see any improvement or anything like anything around my career would be helpful? Yeah, I would have to take a look at your birth chart um, in order to see like what's coming up for you. Um, when is your birthday, honey? So we can ask your birth uh, sign. January January 28th. Oh, she's an Aquarius like me. Okay. <laughs> 73. Yeah. 73. Do you, do you need to know the time too? Well, this will have to be um, if you were to do a consultation with me um, to do your of actual course. birth chart. Of course. I just had a consultation. Yeah, whatever. It's okay, whatever. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're but, having but fun. I think there's. Yeah, but something too, as Lumi said before, you know, we're getting ready to go into a full moon. So can you talk to her a little bit about that and some things that maybe she might want to think about as as far as how it might impact her sun sign? Yes. Um, if you were to have, um, since you are an Aquarius, that is a fixed sign. Taurus will be full. The full moon will be in Taurus this sun, um, November 12th. So that's actually a really good time in order to dive in deep and pick out those certain qualities that you're looking for in terms of your career and why are you um, and question is this career actually serving you well those kind of things those kind of questions actually come up so any Uh list of things as to what you no longer wish to do in terms of career that's a really good thing to jot down when the moon is starting to wane so in a way the waxing I'm going to actually talk all about the moon phases right now. So I'm going to talk, I'm going to start with new moon first. So when the moon is actually new, there's like no actual phase in the sky at that moment. That's a great time for any new opportunities to come your way. Come up with a list of things you want to actually fulfill. And as the moon is starting to wax, it's increasing, getting larger in size. It makes you more productive in terms of your career goals, relationships, anything general. And then as the moon actually starts to become full, you begin to question to yourself, like, is this actually serving me? Is this going to work for me? So that may be the reason why you're, you're coming up with this question or these certain thoughts are coming to mind. That is because it's the case. So in this case, come up with a list as to what things you no longer wish to hold on to anymore when the moon starts uh-huh. to wane. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Other callers, the line is still open. If you have one last question or comment, please go ahead and let us know now. Callers, we're going to go ahead and say last call at this time. If you have any last questions, comments, anything of that nature, go ahead and let Lumi know right now, please. All right. I don't think we hear any. How about you? (laughs) That was great. 
Yeah, that was fantastic. Those are fantastic questions. Such a knowledgeable group. And then I some. Like and Todd, Todd's got my head spinning. I was actually like over here bookmarking um, the stars <laughs> that he was talking about. I have to read now. It's like he, he always gets me learning new things. So I love him. Yes. But um, so anything I was going to say, as far as my chart was concerned, was there anything that stood out that you could see um, that might be something that I need to pay attention to at this point uh-huh. that could derail, you know, things of that nature? Um, so you will have a Chiron return. So Chiron is all about the emotional wounding as to what you've gone through in your life. So these Mm -hmm. things might come up for you in the next couple of years or so. Not to say it's anything to be alarmed about, but you're pretty much doing the work (laughs) through your writing and everything. So, So Chiron Return will be a great time to push forward with your message. In fact, you'll be seen more because of it. That's what I I saw from here. So um, I like that. You'll be able to push more of your message. Absolutely. So also, I would love to point out that Pisces, um, since you are Pisces ascendant, now Neptune is in your first house of self. So it's all about like diving in deep and dreaming. (laughs) So your creativity Uh. will be an all time high for the next few years. So keep on okay. going with your with your writing and everything. And also, let's see, relationships. So I saw that your seventh house has really two rather influential planets to have. So you have Pluto and Uranus there. Those are very powerful planets to have in the seventh house. So you transform and you evolve in your relationships. And you yeah. have in a way of transmuting people in relationships too. You like to basically um, shift their awareness of um, the soul and um, thinking differently, stepping out of comfort zones, like to push them to the limits in a way, probably. (laughs) I just did this to G actually. I was like, this is the week. This is the week that you're pushing through. You're going to do something this week. We actually just said it right before the show. And he's like, Oh God. (laughs) So fantastic. You know, and it's funny because, You know, when we think again about sun signs, people always were like, God, you know, Aquariuses are known as this, and you're not really like that, and you're, you know, this way, and I always thought, God, what is going on? Maybe my mother got my birth date wrong, but um, it really does make sense when you talk about many of the other connections amidst all the other things. And so tell me real quick, because I'm wondering, and this is something I've never really understood, what is the significant impact of the moon? So I know that my moon is in Gemini, but for people in yeah. general, what does that sort of mean? Your mother, internal, um, your oh. inner self. <laughs> oh, God. Mother, the mother figure, um, your actual um, inner, your inner mother, too, how you nurture yourself, yeah. where you provide nurturing. Yours is in Gemini, too, on the IC. So that means it's on the much lower region of the um, birth chart. So it's like smack down in the middle of the fourth house or in the beginning of the fourth house, I should say. So your, your home life must've been very erratic. It could have been, I'm not projecting this belief on you, but could have been very erratic, a little unsure. It was all about um, communication. There wasn't much um, nurturing with the maternal figure. Yeah. So it's very interesting that you pointed out, um, the moon, because that seems to be a very substantial point in your birth chart. 
And now, yeah. let me see here. So it's and also, that was my father's sun sign, you know, Gemini. which is really in, yeah, which is really interesting. Yeah. But but mm-hmm. I always felt that my dad didn't fit his sun sign either. So I I'm actually kind of curious <laughs> now. I'm gonna go. I wonder what his you know his ascending and his moon and all that stuff was yeah. because I think he and I were closer than I had imagined. You know. Mm-hmm. But it's also um, I want to point out to you is for you personally. Um, your moon also opposes your midheaven, which is the top portion of the chart. That's all about your public life, how you want to show yourself to the world through public lens. So when it's opposing, it's through the emotional wounding that you've gone through that actually becomes the strength in your mm. message. So even though you went through like a lot of early childhood wounding, it actually strengthens people into healing themselves because of their own childhood wounding as well. Uh. You, so, and in this case too, because uh, Gemini, its natural planetary ruler is in Mercury. So yeah. now I'm going to look at your chart now where Mercury is. And I see in the 11th house, which is groups, networking, friends, friendships, uh, oh. connections. So you nurture your, your friends, you nurture your networks, you nurture your groups and everything. So through this early childhood experience, you become more of a change for humanity because of it. Oh, well, that's lovely. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. It's, it's, you know, it's always nice when people can either affirm or, you know, let you know that you're on the right path and, and all that you've went through was for something. Right. Um, and, and I encourage you guys as you're listening to this, you know, again, even if you know a lot about yourself, there's always ways that you can continue to grow and talking with people who are experts in your field always seem to get us into that space. So, mm-hmm. so can you let us, my dear, um, let everyone know before I ask you our major ending question, question, not to put any pressure on you here, but can you let the followers know how they can reach out to you um, on any of your social media platforms, anything that you have go- you know, coming up, anything like that? My main platform is Instagram at this moment. I'm thinking of opening up a Facebook group, so that's in the making. Um, but for now, Instagram is at the Celestial Astrologer. And my website, if ever you want to book appointments with me or ask any questions, you can reach out to me on www thecelestialastrologer.com. Oh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So everyone, I, I deeply encourage you to get in touch with this beautiful soul. I'm so blessed to have met you and I mm-hmm, love yeah. seeing you grow and evolve in social media as well. And I look forward to the day that I physically, physically get to meet you because we actually mm-hmm. don't live that far apart. So, so, no. you know, again, we'll be really nice to see if we can't come together um, some way, somehow, I think the heavens have it in, in store for us. So here's my last question as we close out the show today. I always ask everybody, I call it the sort of footprint in the sand question. Um, And -hmm. it's really about the legacy with all the work that you've done and what you have learned, you know, what do you really want to be remembered for most and to inspire the next generation as they're sort of coming up? I just want to help people for my practice. It's not all about, um, Self-gratification, I've discovered over the years that I just want to help people in any way that I can through spreading hope and positivity and optimism. That's how I look at things. Like I just, if you see or people who are all about doom and gloom and instilling fear, please bypass that. Don't look for that. Please, please, please. So (laughs) look towards the silver lining. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yes, that's how I. And I've always. Yeah, and I've always sort of done that too. I've always been more of the white light. You know, it's like I've met a lot of the dark, and I know the balance that's necessary in the world. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's okay for other people to dabble wherever they Mm -hmm. wish. But for me, it it never was a good fit. And I always felt like my life derailed if I ever started to allow my my internal space to even provide anything to that, that there are really great healers out in the world who, you know, aren't ignoring the shadow, they acknowledge the shadow, they look at the shadow, they bring it into the discussion. But there's no need to create the end of the world prophecy that you know you need to do these things because the world's going to come to an end kind of thing it doesn't serve you well it just never will so yeah as Lumi said look for those who are definitely more on the light worker side um, who also understand the shadow work and really can help bring that to you and Lumi is definitely one of those so my sister thank you for being here today I had such a wonderful time with you thank you so much for inviting me Oh, thank you so much. And I definitely would love to have you on again, particularly maybe after the first of the year, we can kind of talk a little bit about, um, you know, some, some things that maybe people need to think about for the year and I what's coming up. Yes. <laughs> and if you couldn't get enough of Lumi, she and I are going to be doing a live relatively soon. We still have to sit down and schedule that, but we'll be doing a live together on Instagram. So for those of you who may not follow us on Instagram again, it's at Dr.ReneeMoudre and at the Celestial Astrologer. I keep wanting to say Navigator. I don't know why. The Celestial That was my original astrologer. name. I, I renamed that? myself. <laughs> okay. See, I'm not going crazy. I knew I saw it somewhere. Yes. Yeah, go ahead and follow us there. So everyone, for Lumi and for myself, thank you again for listening to the Inner Revolution show. Again, if you have not checked us out on iTunes or Spotify, go ahead and subscribe. Follow us there. We really want to go ahead and move up those charts. Recommend the show to as many friends as you can. Keep this show going. I can't believe we're already midway through season three, and it just is getting more amazing every single episode. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Have yourself a great week. And I will talk to you all very soon. Thank you, everyone, and goodbye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.